Welcome to There She Rose podcast. This is your host, Jamie C. I'm a wife, mama, three-time seven-figure business owner, and an energetics wealth expansion coach. I am literally obsessed with helping mompreneurs and female entrepreneurs create a business they are head over heels in love with, turn doubt into powerful action, and of course, tap into easy and effortless cash flow. Hey, my friend, and welcome to There She Rose podcast. I am so excited. I have exciting news. It's exciting uh, because collectively the energy has really, truly shifted. I have almost 100 positive reviews on the podcast. 99. I checked today. 99. Ah. So whoever's listening to this, if you want to be the hundredth, I'm so excited because I'm going to be doing a little special giveaway for the hundredth person who's going to leave a kick-ass review, another five-star. Um, and shout out to the ones who left a one-star review. You're in my thoughts and prayers. Um, I truly value your feedback. Oh, sorry, that was rotten. Uh, but I mean, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna leave a one-star review, at least leave some feedback, you know. Any hoosers, I'm so excited for tonight because it is going to be so fun. Uh, so I'm going live on Instagram right now and I'm saying hello to my amazing community there and I'm going live with you here uh, and we're going to be talking all about money, relationships and intimacy and how the two are deeply connected. And we're going to be diving into how this expands your wealth container, how it shows up in your life, how it shows up in your business. And first and foremost, I just want to ask you, what is the first thing you thought of when I said intimacy? Truly, honestly, what is the first thing that you thought about? Like, oh, she's talking about central relationships. She's talking about sex. She's talking about money and sex. Or is she talking about getting close with money? Truly, what was the first thing that popped up? So intimacy truly just means being close with, being familiar with. And honestly, so often we are experiencing two sides of the coin when it comes to our relationship with money. Sometimes we are in full avoidance. So we're really far away from that relationship with money. And sometimes we're a little too close <laughs> with our relationship with money. And we'll explore kind of uh, the pros and cons to both, what you could be experiencing as that behavior with both. And we're going to be diving into a little bit more of just some framework and some groundwork first and foremost before we dive into any of that, because it's really just super, super, super impactful and important for anyone who's listening, no matter where you are in your journey, whether you've been an avid follower, uh, listening to the podcast for a long time and you're caught up to speed or you are brand spanking new and you need just a little bit of you know, framework. So we're going to dive into that first. So first and foremost, your money relationship truly comes from the relationships that you have with past experiences, um, societal expectations, societal um, kind of, mm, I like to call them like societal imprints, right? I don't like to use the word I don't, I've kind of used this in the past of using the word brainwashing, but it's just it's not vibing with me as often. So I kind of am shifting the language to societal imprints, right? Where it leaves an imprint on our memories, on our experiences and our nervous system. And this could be experiences, traumatic experiences that you've had with 
you know, within your own business, with your family growing up, you saw a lot of loss around money, fighting around money. Uh, maybe you've just grown up and watched a lot of movies around the bad guys being the wealthy ones and the good people being the, you know, the struggling poor people, right? So I think it's really important to gather just a general understanding of where we are with that relationship. And then I'm going to kind of step into the framework of how I approach it with my coaching students and my community. So your relationship with money truly expands outwardly into your behavior with money, how you receive money, how you talk about money, how you care for money, and most importantly, how it shows up in your business. So when we think about our relationships with money, if we improve that relationship, it dramatically improves your relationship with receiving, how you take action, and honestly, it shifts your perspective of just opportunity in general. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about just the unconscious mind and how those imprints truly take place. So anything really on repeat uh, that may not cause a huge nervous system response um, are generally going to be causing some type of memory or imprint that will create some kind of unconscious behavior. Now there's traumatic experiences and uh, trauma can is um, there is no how do I want to say this? There is really truly no way to say that someone's trauma isn't valid. Everyone experiences an experience and it imprints in its own way based on that specific situation. So if someone says that they're traumatized by a certain something, a lot of times people think like it has to be something insanely wild and, and super, super scary. But honestly, you could have had a really scary experience. It heightened your nervous system and it created this, this nervous system response and memory imprint where it caused this traumatic response. And it lives within our body and in our mind. And generally, whenever we have that and it's unhealed or un, um, untouched, you, you'd like to say, what ends up happening is that we respond from that space. So how does this show up with your relationship with money? It shows up with if you've lost a lot of money, if relationships were um, geared around, let's just say, uh, fighting around money or um, anything like that. When you're trying to grow in your business, essentially what ends up happening is that you're fighting up against these imprints and it's unconscious. So you're truly not aware of these, these behaviors or memories or imprints that are, are showing up in your life on a daily basis. So as we become more aware, it's always the first step is just general curiosity um, and neutrality towards your relationship with money. And how this kind of helps you is that we stop the judgment. We stop the, um, the understanding of, you know, that's not possible or that's not for me or I'm unworthy of this. And it starts to open up the doors to possibility. It starts to open up the door of what if, what if it was possible? What if I rebuilt this? And we start stepping into real change. That's when we shift from limitation to possibility is when life truly opens up for you. So how does um, money and intimacy truly intertwine? Well, intimacy truly means being close with, being familiar with. And so let's dive into how this can show up. So for some of you, um, being, let's just say, too close to money, 
right? And this can, what I mean by too close is there's a general rooted um, control or lack of trust when it comes to that. So you're constantly um, penny pinching, you're constantly afraid to spend money, you're constantly, you can almost think of the, the behavior of hoarding in some kind of way. And, and it's important to remember that the flow of that is very restrictive. It's not very expansive. And it's rooted in lack of trust with either it coming back to you when it leaves, that it'll never come back, or that you don't trust um, that it will kind of replenish itself. Maybe there's a lack of trust of your own behavior, lack of trust in... Um, you know, that there, you'll be given another opportunity where it will represent itself. Um, also control, that control is actually lack of trust in some kind of capacity. And that's generally a situation where you'll do a little bit of deeper navigating and kind of understand what that means for you. Um, on the opposite, polar opposite side is we're very distant from our relationship. So this is rooted in avoidance. And truly it's a way to manage stress by avoiding difficult feelings or emotions or thoughts. And so if you've gone way, way, way long time without looking at your money or seeing what's kind of coming in or out of your business or what's in your bank account, you're like, ah, money's coming in, it's fine, don't worry about it. And that's a general state of avoidance. And so we do that as a coping mechanism to manage our stress, to manage uncomfortable feelings of um, kind of being intimate with our numbers, having these, these dates with our, with our income. And why this is so important is because it's never the relationship. How do I want to say this? It's really, truly never the relationship with money. That's the issue ever really ever. I mean, we go in depth with my with my high level coaching program. This is the converse. These are the conversations that we're having daily with our students who are running businesses that are profitable, but they just like have absolutely no idea how they're making money. And they're they're feeling very nervous to to spend time with it. And we're giving them these brand new tools of being able to be with be in this brand new relationship with really truly it's a deeper sense of avoidance within self right because money is truly a mere image of what's happening inside of you it's happening inside of you whether it was a past experience that you're afraid of reliving sometimes um, what can happen is we have so many um connections with memory and words and experiences that by just saying the word bank account will cause a complete disruption with your with your nervous system and that takes regulation and understanding so it's really being able to take that step of first off in general awareness and neutrality and curiosity of like okay maybe you know i really feel a level of discomfort of looking at my bank account. I really truly am unaware of really the, the ins and outs of my business. I may be a creative, I'm a visionary, but I really don't take the time to understand my business as deeply as um, I should to ensure that it's the health of my business is, is profitable and that maybe there's some things that I could really take into consideration of things that we shouldn't be spending money on or things that are just maybe, you know, subscriptions that you're maybe not using, that type of thing. So let's talk a little bit about how money can also um, show up in different ways. So if you've ever 
struggled with um, abandonment, right? This can also show up in your money relationships. So the way that that can kind of show up is not charging enough for your services. And we make the assumption of, well, if I keep my prices low, people will come in and they will stay. And that is inherently not true. Um, for some people, if that's a, for some clients or for people who pay for products, some people will inherently uh, stay because of the price, but that's not everybody. So running our business based off of that one mentality actually can be super detrimental to the health of your business and your financial freedom, which is truly one of the main reasons, maybe one of the main reasons why you open this business is so you can have more freedom and ease and flow in your life to be able to kind of hold space for those larger flows of wealth to come in and for you to hold it with ease and to not wait for the other shoe to drop or all these other things of, you know, is it too good to be true kind of energy. So sometimes it could show up as when we start having a business and we have employees uh, maybe trying to make, you know, things cheaper for them, or like way too cheaper where you actually lose out. Maybe you're paying them so much because, but it's, it's also at a point where you're not, you're, maybe your business is in the red, but you're just like, but they'll stay if I keep paying them more. And this is just really important to recognize because it's showing up as a behavior with money, but really it's a behavior of self, of fear, of experiencing that emotion again. So again, that money really isn't the root of it. It's really the root of self, of what needs to be healed from within us, what needs to be shown a light on. So really it's not money and intimacy, it's intimacy with self. How deep are we willing to look within? Because if we're willing to look within ourselves and understand this is a behavior that I have and maybe it's showing up for a reason and let's explore that with curiosity. Let me explore where there's healing and growth to happen. And that is the byproduct of showing up differently in your life and your habitual behaviors change. And how does this show up with manifestation? Well, that, that answer is truly the byproduct of when you change your behaviors and habits, what you receive and achieve is inherently different. So manifestation is simply the byproduct of your thoughts, beliefs, and actions. So if we start looking inwards and saying, my thoughts, beliefs, and actions don't match the version of who I wanna become, the version of the, the, the life I desire, then I need to stop looking outwardly and asking for more money to come in and asking for more clients and asking for more product sales. I need to ask more of myself. I need to see more of myself so that I can change behaviors that support the version of me that I truly wanna become. So when I deeply call those in, they flow in with ease. Do you see how when we show the when we shine the light inwards instead of outwards i'm asking and i'm asking and i'm asking for more and more and more but truly what i need to do is show more of myself to myself i need to let go of the stories and limitations and perceived ideas of who i am and what i'm afraid is going to happen to me and you're allowing for more space for healing you're allowing more space for feeling you're allowing more space for understanding of self which in turn will create more bravery, which in turn will create more stability, which in turn will change your relationships with yourself and with others and with money, because money is not a separate entity from you. Although we believe it is oftentimes, 
It truly isn't. We energetically are made of the same atoms and vibrations. But on the physical plane, we see money as separate from us. So we're constantly asking for it to grace us. We're constantly asking for it to be with us, but we're not allowing the space for it. We have the wall up of abandonment. We have the wall up of control. We have the wall up of avoidance. We have the wall up of lack of trust. And so it has no space to flow in. It has no room to grow within you. So today, here's what I'd like for you to remember, that money is a relationship. And in our, our coaching, essentially what we do, we take the approach of understanding that you've seen money as a coin, as a digital thing, as uh, a digital frequency that kind of transits from computer to, to, <laughs> to phone, to bank account, to all these other places, or a physical piece of paper. But what if that relationship was so much more than a piece of paper? Because the difference is, is I can hold up a notebook paper and I can hold up a hundred dollar bill. And the vast difference of your emotional response is going to be completely opposite. So that piece of paper holds value. It is a relationship. It holds memory, it holds feeling, and it holds possibility. And those are the relationships that we have to take a look at because it's mirroring a different relationship. Your relationship with money truly is that relationship that you desire to have with yourself of trust. I trust myself. I trust money to flow. I'm not avoiding my needs or my desires or my wounds. I'm caring for them. I am seeing them. I am witnessing them. Therefore, I, I see that in others. I respond with full attention and presence and trust with others in my relationships and my close relationships, and especially the one with myself. So you can see how it's not a physical piece of paper. You can see how it's not just digital transfers between, you know, a phone or a computer, you can see how it's not just a coin. It is a living, breathing feeling of a relationship inside of you and with others. So how do we change that? Well, the first thing is to realize that there's change to be made and to love yourself enough to do something about it. Because every moment of every day is an opportunity for you to be able to shift into a new perspective and you don't have to completely rehaul it. Like all of a sudden we're just like, all of a sudden I need to have a brand new relationship with money. I have to have a brand new relationship with everything. That's not the energy that we want to go. It's not an all or nothing type of situation. It's flexible expectations of some days are going to fucking be hard and some days are going to feel great. And some days I'm going to feel neutral. And I want to experience all of that because that is the degree of what I can feel is the degree of what I can receive. The degree in which I'm able to witness my pain is the moment I'm able to experience the most amount of joy. It is the opposites that you want to experience. If we are avoiding our pain and suffering, then we are avoiding the massive joy that is around the corner. So once we just have general awareness, I want you to ask yourself these questions. You ready for it? If money was a person, how would that relationship be? If money was a relationship, how would that relationship be? Would I be constantly asking for more of them in my life? 
but hate that I need to make more of them or hate that I need to spend more time with them? Would I be asking for more of them in my life and then not really treating them kindly, just being like, okay, I'll see you when I need you. I'll, I'll, whatever I'll, I, you know, I'll take care of you at some point or I'll, I'll tend to your needs at some point. The next thing that I want you to ask yourself is, is this a relationship that is worth building? Because really that answer is that a relationship I want to build with myself. And then the next question is, when I see others making more, doing more, receiving more, what energy does that put me in? Does it cause frustration? Does it cause anger? Does it cause more avoidance? Does it cause this energy of, oh, I need to do more? Why them? Why not me? Because the energy of flow comes with being inspired and being open and it's rooted in love. And if you can look at someone and you can shift that perspective to instead of jealousy or why not me, but how can I look to this person as this person is truly showing up as an example of what is possible for me. They're here for me. Because every person is an essentially an expander for you. They're showing you what is possible, what is needing to be and desiring to be healed. All right. So I want you to ask yourself those three questions and see what comes up for you. But let's recap, because we talked about a lot. <laughs> 22 minutes of goodness. Okay, so we talked about money and intimacy and how intimacy truly means just being close with, getting familiar with, and how money is really the relationship with yourself and with others. We talked about when we're too close with our money, right? Micromanaging our money. It's really just this rooted in control and lack of trust and exploring that. And then being too distant, too far, which is rooted in avoidance, which is simply just a way to manage that stress by avoiding difficult thoughts or feelings. And then really ask yourself, how is that familiar? How is that relationship that I have with money familiar to the relationships I have with myself or others? How does this show up within myself? Am I avoiding myself? Am I, am I avoiding looking within? Am I avoiding intimacy with myself? Am I avoiding intimacy with others? Am I afraid to be hurt? Am I afraid to be abandoned? Do I have lack of trust with myself or with others or God divine and the universe? And is that showing up as micromanaging with my money? Every piece has to be so controlled because if it isn't, I am out of control. And then asking yourself too, with the prices of your services or your products, if I'm charging too little, is that rooted in keeping people to stay so we don't experience loss yet again? Is it possibly rooted in abandonment? Is it rooted in something deeper? Because if I charge less, 
will they stay? Or does it come in as giving away too much? I make the money, I give it all away. I make the money, I give it all away. So just ask yourself these few questions and see what arrives. And thank you again for spending some time with me on the podcast. Um, and again, in such big celebration mode of celebrating almost a hundred reviews, positive reviews on the podcast and geez, I'm crow. My heart is so happy. I love doing this. Honestly, I've been away from the podcast for a few weeks and grateful to be back grateful to come with some new content and so happy to be consistently serving my clients inside of high vibe money mama they're experiencing just the most magnificent change life-changing experiences and i love my coaches who are involved bridget and Lindsay. they're just brilliant um and i got to give it up you know to all my high vibe money mamas because they're truly doing the work they're doing the work and they're seeing their lives change and it is possible for you as well uh, sending you so much love and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye for now. Hey, my love, if you love this episode and you are so ready to take action in your business and become the most wealthy version of yourself, I think it's time to slide into my DMs at Mama Who Manifests and let's become friends. Let me help you get to the best version of yourself. I would love to get you introduced into my program, High Vibe Money Mama, and see what magic unfolds. All right, I'll see you in the DMs. Let's do the damn thing.